Hi guys, welcome to another episode of On Ghetto Stories. It's your girl Agnes, but some of you guys know me as Agnesita. Stay tuned. Welcome back to today's new episode. I've missed you guys so much. Anyways, um, today I just wanted to chop it up with you guys and honestly, you know, I've been gone. If you follow me on my um, social media, Instagram at least, you know that I was in a subtropical place um, called Mexico. <laughs> so I was in Cancun, um, to be more specific, La Playa del Carmen. Anyways, I loved this place so much. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to just give everything all on Mexico like what I've um seen there how my experience was in case you know any of you guys are thinking to travel you know anything like that so I'm gonna give you guys basically everything I've noticed so let's dive right in obviously let me just (laughs) encounter like I'm gonna say the things that I was afraid of at least and then I'll dive right into like the fun good stuff okay so I left from Poland uh via Frankfurt Germany so I had to do a COVID test because to enter Germany you need that and um it was about um I don't know about 200 Polish currency uh is basically to get the rapid test that was like the antigen test which you get like within 20 to 30 minutes um of course if you need pcr which it's very rare but pcr is more um like with a blood test i think and that cost a lot more so i was just happy like that they were okay with just presenting an antigen test and that obviously must be done like uh, 48 hours before flight, obviously. So um, that was about two hours uh, approximately to Germany. I waited a little bit um, for the next flight, which was not that long. It was maybe an hour in between or so. So I just chilled at the lunch. And um, it took about 11 hours from Germany to Cancun. It was a straight flight from there. So... It was the longest flight I've actually been on. I mean, I've been to Miami, but it's farther than Miami, to be honest. But it was very smooth and easier because I was on the business class. So um, it was easier to just sleep, stretch my legs rather than being on the economy flight. But I'll suggest for anyone that wants to go to Mexico and obviously on a low budget, you know, cost efficient, just go with the economy. I mean, if you can handle it for those hours, then it's fine. And um, go via an agency or just check those um, websites online where they have everything inclusive. So that way, you know, it's more cost effect- effective in my opinion. Although <laughs> I wasn't, um, I just wanted to really have a good time. So I booked the flight via an agency, obviously business class, but um, I didn't want to get the all-inclusive one, you know, taking the chartered flight or, you know, having everything inclusive in the hotel, like drinks and everything, because I wanted to explore um, outside of the hotel in general. I didn't want to be confined in the walls of this of any hotel that I would be in. 
as my last trip to Turkey. Uh, I just didn't, I just felt like, yes, I was on holiday, but I wanted to be like a tourist, if that makes sense. So I booked the hotel separately uh, via booking.com. And let me tell you guys, baby, I was scared because it cost a lot. But at the same time, I couldn't find this hotel on the Google map. And I started to get scared because, you know, and I was like, damn, I wish I just paid that hotel. But I really wanted the view. And it's just few um rooms with this view. And I felt like if I reserved and I got there to pay, then my say somebody else already took it and paid for it. So I paid instantly. But then I was really scared because apparently this hotel has numerous names, which obviously later on um I found out that um they were I think they sold it to another owner and they were trying to change the name, you know, revamp things due to um the few hurricanes that happened last year post COVID. I mean during COVID even. So it was really hard. So I felt like maybe that was why the owner wanted to sell it to another person and the new person wanted to change the name. So hence the confusion because I was really like, oh my goodness, maybe this is a scam. Like I just paid a huge amount of money on this and I'm just gonna get to Mexico and boom, there will be no place like no hotel. So I was just praying and praying because when I got to the airport, like the taxi, oh, also we had, <laughs> there was also a taxi scam in my opinion because I booked a taxi um just for the taxi guy to just take us from the airport to um the hotel. And the taxi, I mean, I paid via booking.com, but then um I waited for like a very um long it was few minutes, but it felt like a lot because it was about 20 minutes. And then they came and they told me something was wrong with the taxi or something like they shut down. I'm not even sure. It was just a lot going on. And I'm like, I'm just not going to wait here because I really just want to get to my hotel. And, you know, I arrived in Cancun International Airport and it takes about maybe 40, 45 minutes from Cancun to um. Playa del Carmen so I just wanted to leave at this point so I, I just took another taxi but I felt like those taxi they kind of just wanted to scam and take the money but it was not that much so I just let it go so the new taxi men were kind of worried like where is this hotel so I was telling them in Spanish yeah guys I can speak Spanish too so I was telling them that okay you know this hotel has numerous names so let's check other names and just see anyways we just kind of pinpointed to one last location and we drove there and surely enough the hotel was there lo and behold I was so happy because I was down the whole trip I was like I'm just gonna sleep because I don't even want to think about it I was starting to have headache but anyways soon as I arrived yo the hotel was great it was amazing like it it had like this ship um like uh, construction or architectural design so it was really beautiful inside the pink you know I did like tiktok <laughs> content about this and posted on insta stories so I hope you guys were watching <laughs> Yeah, so that was that. Everything in the hotel was great. I would say the service wasn't to my stand. I mean, well, to be honest, I wasn't expecting the most. But I feel like the service could have been better. But obviously, I, underst I understood the fact that 
they were um trying to um revamp you know the owner and everything so i kind of just um you know i didn't want to give them a hard time but yeah everything was spot on like it was beautiful um we literally there was a jacuzzi well the jacuzzi was a bit cold but i get that they can't have warm jacuzzi because it's really hot there so perhaps that's why but i didn't really use the jacuzzi much because anyways it's almost similar to going to the pool which was at the rooftop and then there's the beach side like once you just go out or you're literally on the rooftop by the pool side you can just see the beach like just staring at you just ah it was gorgeous let's dive right to the food okay so what i've actually noticed uh with the food is almost every and anything you order there is either guacamole or beans <laughs> and baby these beans most of their beans are really mashed and um yeah it's nice at first but once you start eating it oh my goodness trust me you're gonna be visiting the toilet to do a lot of number twos so that's just that and also they almost have like three kind of spices like uh, three kind of chili uh from like salsa which is not actually spicy to another um almost like green pepper which is like medium spice to the spiciest one yo when i tell you that sp <laughs> that is the most spiciest i've ever tasted Whew, even if you take a lot of that, you might feel sorry for yourself when you're in the toilet. Let me just tell you that right now. So yeah, something also um, I've noticed about the restaurants. Um, the restaurants, they have great food, by the way. Like, of course, sometimes some of their services are not too standard, but they have great food. That I can't lie also you know the best restaurant from the straws yes straws are not really common in mexico apparently and you know sometimes they tell you they don't have straws or they give you one straws and you need to use that straw on every drink you purchase so just be aware so maybe if you have like your go-to um reusable straw plastic just take that with you but other than that um it was fine i was ordering a lot of uh, mojitos um margarita because margarita is like their signature drink there so or some uh, ceviche like this um victoria um beer they drink there so yeah i had a few shots obviously mezcal that's very popular there and tequila but oh yes i had fun there Anyways, um, mo I was having a lot of tacos, um, quesadilla, and uh, I kind of got confused. Like, what's the difference between taco burrito, quesadilla? And I think, um, uh, quesadilla, t technically everything is taco when it's made out of corn burrito, uh, corn tortilla. Sorry. So, um, that's just that. So they just call everything on ta like taco once they put everything on it from beef chicken whatever and then um burrito i guess is just like a wrap like when they wrap it up for you rather than just you know on top like on this small circular um tortilla then quesadilla is any the tortilla that's made out of flour instead of um corn because 
uh, flat OTRs are more USA, uh, Americans. So yeah, that's just the difference, apparently. Anyways, moving on to tips. Oh, tips are very common there. Like, you need to tip them even if you purchase any single thing. Like, tips. Like, tips. tipping is a part of <laughs> living there. So, just so you know, once you know you're thinking of, like, um, buying something. Like, getting a service, mostly. It's kind of, like, obvious you should give them a tip. Like... Of course, they're not going to be so mad at you if you don't give them, but it's really nice if you do give them. So I give them tip on, on almost everything. Like it doesn't even have to be much, maybe a dollar to like three, four, five dollars, depending on the services and how I like it. So, yeah, um, may I also say, oh, my goodness, like now let's go to the good, good part. The like... I love the hustle in Mexico. Like, people hustle and grind on a daily basis. Like, they are so smart. I can't even begin to tell you guys. Like, people will also doing anything for money, yo. Like, ranging from dancing, um, from making hair. Like, there were so many stands of hair, like, braiding on the way like I actually had my hair braided too for like maybe $59 or so when I converted it because I was mostly paying in pesos um you know people would they have this traditional music like live band you know almost like this mariachi or something like this like they just walk up to you they you know blow the trumpet or they sing you know the mexican songs like you even see some people coming over like oh let's take a picture of you and that's the first thing you think oh yeah i'm cute like okay take a picture and they'll be like they'll be right back as soon as they come back you have your picture already printed out in a you know photo frame or on like a on like a tequila bottle and you know they're like yeah this is 400 pesos and you're like wait what so and you kind of already see how cute you look so before you know it you're just pulling out your wallet and giving them money so um that's that of course you can always negotiate it took me a while because i really get used to just paying what the ass price is but after like few days i was like girl you better tap into your nigerianness like don't be doing that swedish stuff over here so then i had to be like no i'm not like no 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 400 pesos i got just 300 pesos with me or so so we just kind of i i started to learn to negotiate (laughs) But I love their hustle and grind in Mexico that much. Like, they are really good at marketing without even going to school. Trust me, they would convince you to buy a product. They'd be like, Rihanna, come over here. I mean, of course, this is very popular in every um touristical country. um Turkey, Spain, you know, and so on. But <laughs> Mexicans just take it to a whole nother level. Like, yeah, but... I like it. I'm not mad at it. So we're going to take a short break and then I'll come back and tell you the places I've been to and what I did there and how I really liked it. So see you shortly after the break. These are for my women out there, especially, especially, especially to the single mothers 
I just want to use this opportunity to remind you that it's okay to take a break. It's okay to pause. It's okay to take a step back. And it's okay to definitely relax because you deserve it. What I do when I'm stressed is I either go for a massage or I stay home. I take a warm bath. I light my candles and I play a really nice mellow music in the background. For other people, it could be going for a manicure or pedicure. For others, it could be going to get their hair done in the salon. And for some people, it could be doing yoga, whilst other people just staying home with a glass of wine and reading a book. Doesn't matter how long or short this is, as long as you're still and present in the moment. Remember that how you treat others and love upon them is the energy you put on how you love and treat yourself. And don't forget the most important thing, which is self-care is the best care. Welcome back, guys. So um, the places I've been to, oh my goodness, guys, I loved, loved, loved it. So um, I saw an agent on the street. So I just talked to him that I wanted to, I knew for sure that I really wanted to see Tulum. But then also he was like, yeah, you need to see Chichen Itza, you know, and uh, the Cozumel Island, which was really close uh, to where I actually stay. Just needed to take the ferry. So um, as I, I stood, I stayed there 10 days. So I wanted to go like, so I went, I spent two days chilling. Then um, I went to uh, Chichen Itza. That was the first place. And then that was a whole day trip. Then I came back, rested the next day. Then the day after that, I went to Tulum, came back in the late evening, you know, rested the next day. And then the other day I went to Cozumel Island. So I just did it that way. Anyways, um, Chichen Itza was the first um place I visited and oh my goodness I love this place it was very you know touristical but um I didn't know about the Mayan stories so I got to know about the history of the Mayans and the Mayans are like um short people that really lived lived like long long time ago you know back in the day in Mexico they had a whole culture a whole tradition a whole religion the food you know basically their way of life mayans so and they're really really short by the way i heard i even made a joke one time that if i was born that time and i was really told they might just sacrifice me because yeah they used to sacrifice um their kids or so back in the day they just give it to the gods as an appreciation of course nowadays they do it in a different way they don't slaughter people but back then it was common and when someone dies um, in the Mayans, apparently they bury them under their house and or they bury them by the Mayan trees. And they feel like when they are buried there, that the root grows and, you know, they kind of perspirate or, or their soul, actually, more so. Their soul leaves the ground and goes up and somewhat, like comes down again um through the rain and the blessings and you know inside the um, this 
water, like this fresh water, which I'm going to get to very soon, uh, called the cenotes. But anyways, I learned about the uh, Mayan calendar, the way they... Um, they calculate math and the way they read numbers and the way they um translate their own calendars. I actually have my own Mayan calendar. I got my birthday, my astrology and everything translated for me in the Mayan way. So that was very cool. And um also I got to see obviously the pyramid, you know, where they they used to live, they waited for the rains. And I think mostly why they left this place was the rain didn't come after a very, very long time. So they all had to like migrate to another place or so. They just abandoned that place completely. Also in Chichen Itza and other places like Tulum that I visited too, it's been said that the Spaniards came and took almost everything away from, you know, Mexico. So they didn't really have much to go off of, you know. So there was a guy that was kind of collaborating, that was working with them to make sure they took everything. He was the one that later on wrote a book about most of these things and he even made money. How smart of him. So he helped the Spaniards like take everything away and after after that he wrote a book about most of these things and he also made money off of that. Can you imagine the effort ring? But anyways, uh, most of the things so most of the things that are there, you can't even touch it or, you know, they really have to protect it, you know, so that um, it's basically preserved and saved. So the Mayan history, that was very much something I really, really loved on my trip. Their stones are very cleansing, you know, they... They're very magical in a way. It turns gold when the sun like shines upon it or the sun. Basically, it's really, really beautiful. And there was a shaman there that actually prayed for all of us. Because, you know, we went in small groups. And, uh, yeah, he did some cleansing, some, you know, um, reading on some people. So it was just good energy all in all. And um, also... Back to the next trip that was Tulum, um, I went to uh, four different cenotes. Basically, it's almost like a, I don't want to say pond or because it's not that. It's a place where you can swim, obviously, but it's like a fresh water that um, falls down there. And then the, the stones around it, almost like the caves, they're almost like this crystal stone, stones. So when the water falls it kind of filters through these crystal stones, making it like a cenotis, like that's the whole point. And this water is really good for your skin, by the way. So I went to four different uh, kinds. There was an indoor one, outdoor one, like a really, really long cenotis, like you swim from one end to the other. It was just beautiful. You could see under it how beautiful it was. It was just magical. You could see some little fishes in there. So yeah, I love that. Tulum was really fun. And um, Cozumel was also um, the last place I visited. Um, it was an island. It was really, really nice. And I actually got to, it was more like a water activity day because I went to see the reefs, the corals, like the starfish, the pictures. It was magical. And um, there was a place, it's almost like a standing beach, like you go there and everybody's partying inside the water, you know, but it's not too deep. So you can swim or you can stand, but it's just inside the water. And we just ate fruits, 
drank Megarita, just partied with loud Latina music. Oh, it was, it was amazing. It was the definition of vacation, vacaciones, yes. And uh, yeah, the last thing but not the least, the party. Oh, the party was amazing. Like, if, even if you don't want to go to the party, like going at night or lunch and then dinner to eat is already party in itself because most of these restaurants are playing loud music, loud Latina music. Like, oh my goodness, if you do not like sound, then definitely that's not the place for you to be. And also where my hotel was, was literally in the middle like of the center, like central city. So I loved it so much because everything was there. So I was just super happy because I didn't even have to, you know, take the taxi to another place to party or to another place to eat. Everything was there, the market, the beach, the pool. Like, I was even lucky because I didn't even check that at first, you know. I just booked the hotel based off of the qualities and how beautiful it looked like. But, yeah, I was really lucky. And the party, by the way, are outdoors. So, of course, there are a lot of people, and people were really concerned about the COVID. I went there mostly with my mask, but I'm not going to lie. At some point, I had to take it off because it was just too much for me. And But the parties are outdoors. There were no indoor parties. Like, everything is outside. It's just a crowded bunch of people staying there, but... So I just thought, okay, if there's a airflow in and out, perhaps hopefully none of us get COVID, but it was still a risk, you know what I mean? But I was prepared to get the consequences. I was like, I'm going to take the test and, you know, if I'm positive, I'll just stay longer in quarantine myself, period. I have my, you know, little jacuzzi in my hotel anyways. I, I can see, you know, the the beach from my balcony and so push come to shove I would just stay longer which I wasn't mad at to be honest but um, luckily for me I was negative so I was super happy although I was coughing like the last few days which I was starting to get scared of but I knew that it was from the water activities that I did and I exposed my butt in the water swimming and everything and it was cold you know the boat rides and everything so I knew that it was from that like it was from that 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 was literally why I was coughing but you know you can't still be all, I couldn't be 100% sure, so I was like, only one way to find out, so I had to do the COVID test before, you know, coming back uh, to our show, and um, last but not the least, oh, um, I made lots of friends, it was really cool, it was amazing, yeah, like, you know me, I'm very social person, so even when I go to eat, when I go on these trips, so that's why even sometimes traveling alone or in group, I could do both. Like, I honestly do not mind. Like, I'm a traveler, period, point blank. I'm Aquarius, period. <laughs> and we love adventures. And um, also, um, I was jet lagged, by the way. That, that much I'm going to tell you. I was jet lagged, which doesn't really happen to me quite often. But it was a lot because um I don't know I was just sleeping I was getting tired easily like I just yeah like I was missing uh going to the parties because friends would be like let's hang out let's meet at this spot and I'm like okay I'm gonna take a nap before you know it I'm waking up 30 or an hour after <laughs> the planned meeting so I just sleep I even sleep sometimes hungry because I forget to go out for dinner so it was a lot for me um but yeah, that was mostly the um, offside on my own body. And yeah, I did some purchases. Um, you know, I got some 
um, H&M because I, and I actually like the H&M there because obviously, you know, it's not like European styles. It's more like the style in Mexico. So I got some few stuff there. Um, I got some shoes from Steve Madden, like an heel, like a comfortable heel. And, um, because my, some, my right feet, I don't know what was going on with it. Like, I think I tripped somewhere or so. I, couldn't remember so it really hurt and I was literally still walking in heels talk about oh anyways I got um and heel there and I got a flat sandal from Steve Madden so it was really beautiful I also purchased um I didn't want to get a magnetic souvenir because I'm not really putting stuff on my <laughs> fridge I feel like those were back in the day where you know you get this magnetic um souvenirs and you just put them on your <laughs> on your refrigerator but I didn't want to you know have harsh scratches or lying on my um refrigerator so I just got the hard work cafe cafe um Cozumel um top so that was enough for me I mean I'm not gonna be wearing this top every time it's just a souvenir so I can put it on whenever and just put it back in my wardrobe. So, yeah. And I got some few things for my bro. Because he really wanted me to get him some stuff. So, yeah. I just felt like. So, that was that. I, I took, I guess, um two big bags. Because I took the business class. So, I could get about 30 um kilograms per baggage. So, I kind of was. I was not. I didn't pack my bag fully when I was traveling there so because I knew that I was going to get some things when coming back so there's another tip for you guys like don't buy too much stuff like don't pack too much stuff when you're traveling there because for sure you get a lot of things coming back you know some you know traditional clothes or you know some you know some Mexican stuff I really wanted to get a hat though but I couldn't find the one that matched me honestly And yeah, so I just thought I'm not gonna buy things just for the sake of buying things. So besides, I'm trying to stop the whole habit of hoarding stuff. So yeah. But other than that, my trip was amazing. It was fine. I came back. I um in Frankfurt I had to stay a bit longer, but I took a shower there in the lounge. I just chilled and yeah, I came back to Warsaw and I didn't sleep the whole night. I was still jet lagged. So I just used that moment to unpack, catch up on all my TV series. And yeah, I just had a good time. Anyways, guys, that's the end of my lovely, um, my lovely trip, my vacation trip. You can see everything on my TikTok, my Instagram stories. And guess what, guys? Beware, because my Insta timeline feed is going to be flooded with pictures of me, you know, me in bikinis, swimsuit, outfits. Yeah, so get ready, because I got lots of content, y'all. But thank you guys for listening so much. And hopefully I'm going to catch you guys um, on another episode. Stay safe and have a great time. Kisses. Mwah. Thank you guys for listening and staying tuned till now. If you like this episode or you would like me to talk about something else in my next episode or you have questions, comments, anything, just DM me on my Instagram account, Agnesita, A-G-N-E-S-S-I-T-T-A, and I'll get back to you guys. It's your girl Agnes on On Ghetto Stories.